Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I have another beautiful woman on here to share her incredible story. And this is her story is really interesting. And I'm excited because I feel like this is a whole new perspective on a topic today and a career and a subject. So let me read her bio, the beautiful Courtney Underwood. Uh, with over 18 years of experience in human resources and leadership development, she understands the unique challenges that companies face when hiring and managing their talent. This is like we, I could stop there because that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> podcast. <laughs> As an HR alignment strategist, she helps her clients understand the importance of an effective team and how it impacts the growth and profitability of their business. After spending more than a decade in corporate America, serving companies across several different industries, Courtney knew that she had to bring the proven corporate strategies she'd created to the audience that needed them most entrepreneurs that want a strong foundation from the start. Yes, pick me, please. <laughs> Understand, uh, uh, utilizing her signature systems, tools, and resources, Courtney founded Kai Consulting to help entrepreneurs and leaders navigate the business of people and increase their bottom line. Her favorite quote, you cannot dominate the marketplace without first mastering the workplace. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for the opportunity and I'm even more excited to share all things human resources, especially as it relates to the body of faith and what it means to balance the two. I mean, when we first talked, I was so excited because I think that you just kind of think of HR in one like in one framework, but here in in the world today and here with Girl Power Alliance, you know, bringing, bringing the aspect, bringing the, the foundation of faith into everything we do is, I mean, that's really, that's the whole thing that we're doing, but to talk about it from a human resources standpoint, I'm certain. And, and I know from personal experience, how incredibly important it is as a believer and an entrepreneur to make sure that the people that we bring on our teams are aligned Yes, yes. And I was very intentional when uh, creating my title as an HR alignment strategist. Yes. Um, you know, the first question that I often get is, what does that mean? And when you think about alignment, that really means having the right people in the right position at the right time. If any one of those factors is out of order, then you're not aligned. And with that comes uh, chaos and confusion, um, even when the intentions and the purpose is you know, above board, there is you know, a lot of unnecessary conflict and stress that can happen when you don't have all three of those things in place. So um, yeah, I center on alignment and it's no different from the body 
body of faith, you know, no matter uh, whether you're in corporate or in ministry um, or, you know, just uh, starting out and building your vision, you are going to need people. And when you think about, you know, what that looks like, you know, building a team, you know, making sure that they're committed and invested in the vision, you know, having discernment and um, really wanting to build something meaningful um, that everyone is equally committed to. It's a challenge, but it's not impossible, you know, so that's where I come in. (laughs) And you know what, it's, um, so I would venture to guess just because of where your skill set is that you have been given the gift of discernment. I, I would guess that that's one of, one of your, would you say that that's one of your bigger gifts? Absolutely. Absolutely. God is a blessing with the gift of discernment. And I, you know, it's, rooted in who I am, you know, even um, as a young girl before I knew, you know, how to label it. You know, I always um, was able to, you know, search people and search their hearts and search their intentions. And um, more than that, really search, you know, being able to put myself in their shoes and see their perspective in order to come to a healthy resolution. Um, And, you know, being able to see what's underneath the surface has, you know, I use it each and every day each and every day. And I couldn't imagine um, any other uh, way of being. And I'm just so blessed to be able to, you know, use that gift in order to build these healthy uh, workplaces um, uh, across the states. So it's a blessing. It is a blessing. Do you work with, and I, I feel, I think I asked you this when we spoke prior, but I think it's important uh, for the people that are listening to know, do you work only with um, faith-based entrepreneurs or you just work with anybody? That is a great question. So I work with everyone, but I don't compromise my faith or my values. So um, they, you know, my clients know that I am a woman of faith and that I lead with that. And um, by taking me on as an HR business partner or consultant, a strategist, that I am bringing my whole self to the table. I am adamant about that. And they never, um, you know, I haven't met any resistance you know, to that, because even, um, you know, in my journey, being very, very transparent about why God has placed me here, um, they're able to see the fruit of that labor, you know, they're able to see me as a living testimony, you know, just walking in my purpose that God has designed for me is the, you know, best witness uh, that I can use to sharpen others. And so because of that, um, I work with everyone, but I don't compromise uh, my Christian values. I think, I think that one of the reasons that you don't get resistance is because, and here's my philosophy on it. I believe like you hear all this talk recently in the last couple of years about finding like you're finding your superpower, right? I believe that your true superpower is when you are authentically being all fully you like a hundred percent fully authentically you including, including all everything, the whole package. So here you are, you're authentically you, you are walking in your gifting and you are um, unapologetic about who you are, your faith and your values. And so people recognize that. So even if they didn't share the faith, they just recognize and they're magnetized to you because of your, your living in your superpower zone. Yes. And it is, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for articulating that so beautifully. Um, because when I think about, you know, what I do and how I do it each and every day, it is to glorify God. It is, you know, he absolutely called me, you know, from um, where I was, you know, just making things happen in the background. You know, one of my nicknames is the fixer, right? You know, people come to me um, for, you know, conflict resolution and just peacemaking, right? And yeah. so 
being able to um, serve on a bigger platform because the whole mission behind Kassar Consulting is to serve more people. Um, because I realized that, you know, I couldn't just keep all of those strategies and uh, resources to myself, you know, and just serve at one company or serve in one ministry. I had to um, help more people. And when you lead with the servant's heart, you know, God will absolutely um, amplify, you know, your voice. And that's, uh, where I am today. And that's even where I'm headed. So that's yeah. exciting. Well, I can feel it. I could feel it just when we spoke on the phone that you definitely have, um, some, some very special skill sets. And so you were talking about the top at the very beginning at the podcast, you were talking about the three things that have to be aligned in order to, uh, you know, make our relationship in business work. Will you speak into that? And are you speaking about, uh, uh, that from the standpoint of employer to employee or partnerships or how does that all, is it the same? It is the same, largely, you know, the three principles of having the right people. And that's why, you know, I have a mission to meet people where they are. You know, I don't necessarily have hardline qualifiers in terms of, oh, you have to have a team of this size or you have to have this amount of revenue. It's really about the intention and purpose, you know, behind the visionary themselves and knowing that they are committed to building a healthy team um, or, you know, managing a healthy team if they already have one. And so when you think about having the right people, that part in and of itself, you know, like you said, that's a, another podcast <laughs> when yes. you think about what it takes to get the right people, you know, having discernment, you know, searching hearts and seeing if they're qualified, you know, to really be bring their best to the mission, right? Because I always say the interview should go both ways because you want people to bloom where they're planted. So having um, the right people is essential. And then you move to the right position, right? Because you can have the right person, but they're not in the right position. So they're not serving effectively. They're not contributing value. They're not able to bring the whole breadth of their skills to the table because they're functioning in the wrong position. And then obviously you have to have the right timing because you can have two out of three, right? The right person in the right position. But if the timing is off, then you're still not meeting your goals. And so um, when I think about alignment and having all three of those in place, it's a universal principle. Um, you know, whether you're still working with uh, family and friends, like I said, you know, the unpaid volunteers when you're first starting out, you know, startup culture, or you have a team that's already well-established and thriving, you still need all of those factors in order for them to be efficient, effective, and for you to be able to scale your business. Well, let me, let me ask you this because I feel like this is a topic, even if you were just hiring somebody to be a personal assistant, it doesn't have to necessarily, the, these principles are so foundational and so true that they go beyond HR. I think, yes. I mean, I mean, almost, you almost, it's almost like even when you're trying to choose friends, you know what I mean? I mean, these are, these are foundational biblical truths, you know, bad company corrupts all of the things that he, that were taught in, in the word. So for you, the one that's, you're doing the sifting and the sorting basically, which is, you know, how, so how do you stay personally grounded and how has that process happened for you? Is it, is it, you know, something that the Holy Spirit impresses on you or how does that, how does that play out? So when you think about screening and selection, you know, I think that it's really important to make sure that your intentions are always pure. 
and, you know, and, you know, praying before every interview, you know, even when reviewing resumes and, um, you know, praying uh, when I'm working, when I'm serving ministries, you know, I pray at the interview um, mm-hmm. and at the close of the interview, because I sincerely wish and I sincerely want for people to, um, you know, take on the assignment as long as it's according to God's plan, right, and according to his will. And so that takes not only, you know, a level of commitment and investment, you know, like no other. You have to give a lot of yourself um, when you're, you know, just that committed to seeing uh, everyone win, right, both the employees and the employer. But more than that, it takes a uh, spiritual sharpening, you know, um, by stretching myself in that way. I've had to invest a lot more um, of myself in my spiritual growth and development. You know, it's never something that you want to be stagnant stagnant, and you never want to plateau. Um, so because of that, you know, I've had to, you know, double up on, you know, Bible studies and reading devotionals and um, uh, meeting with my women's group and, you know, taking on leadership positions in my own ministry. And because of that, you know, God has rewarded me, but it takes additional effort. You know, I couldn't stay um, where I was and pour from an empty cup. So I have to keep replenishing uh, my spirit and feeding my spirit um, to make sure that I'm, uh, I myself am aligned, right? So I have to practice what I preach there. (laughs) It's such a, that, that is so true. You can't pour from an empty cup and practicing what you preach. I, I talk about this all the time in leadership, like as a aspiring, if you are an aspiring leader, then it always starts with leading yourself first. I mean, you cannot, <laughs> you know, you're trying to be this leader in whatever your business or your company or in the world, but your life is just a shambles. It's like, <laughs> we have to, we, that's really, that's, we're the hardest people to lead. And once we can learn to lead ourselves and get kind of that, you know, aligned, then that makes it, uh, that makes it, I think, you know, that's the first, the foundational step to being, to being a leader. So let me ask you this question. When you come across somebody that, you know, is in a position, mm-hmm. let's say they're already in a position because I know as when you're, when you're consulting with companies, you're doing both, you're bringing people in and sometimes maybe you're getting rid of people. Yeah. So when you're, when, you know, a company hires you to come in and, and basically clean it up, <laughs> help them, <laughs> help me, Courtney, help me. Um, how do you, how do you do that? If you know that you have the right, the wrong person for, for whatever reason that the wrong person is there, how do you, how do you handle that? Well, it can go one of two ways because first you have to evaluate, you know, how the person is serving in that position, you know, so is it a matter of just not being a good fit for that position or, you know, maybe prior to that, they were being forced into something that just wasn't a natural fit for them. And they rebelled against that. And now they're Mm -hmm. seen as problematic because I've seen that happen Mm -hmm. um, time and time again. Or, you know, is it a matter of, you know, them needing to transition to uh, another organization? Um, Everything I do is centered on open and honest communication. And so, you know, those types of conversations usually end up being collaborative. I 
never you know, make those recommendations when consulting to uh, le leadership or senior management without having direct conversations with that employee first, you know, by saying, you know, this is how um, you're perceived. Then, you know, couching it in, you know, very uh, comfortable language by saying, you know, uh, I can understand this is not your intention, but, you know, it seems like this is how you're perceived, you know, so let's talk about your experiences and how you got to have this reputation. Um, you know, having direct conversation is, you know, absolutely according uh, to biblical principles, right? Because you have to come to someone first and give them the opportunity to redeem themselves before you make a decision to force them out, right? So you have, you know, conf confrontation, you know, recognition, confession, repentance, you have all of those things. And it's no different in corporate. You have to have, uh, you know, the opportunity for redemption um, before you just force someone out. But all of that is centered on open and honest communication. Um, so sometimes you can relate it directly to performance, you know, or lack thereof, um, or, you know, just culture, you know, if um, they have all of the indicators of being uh, toxic to the work culture, then it's worth having a conversation so that they can um, do the necessary work to become healthier and contribute effectively to their next environment. Wow. I mean, there's a lot to it. And being, <laughs> I've bought, my husband and I have owned a couple of traditional businesses. We've had employees and it is, it's really hard. I, I will tell you, I feel like I'm pretty, I, I have some good discernment. I'm good at it, but I could have used you. My, <laughs> I mean, I could have used you. I feel like this is such an important role that calling yourself um, an HR alignment strategist it doesn't even like, this is like the number one, I feel like the number one most important component because the wrong people in your organization can yeah. be so toxic. Um, I, I have had experiences. Mm -hmm. I had a girl in an organization, um, a couple of years ago that was so toxic mm -hmm. to that it spread. Yeah. Yeah. Like it spread out at impact and it was the toxicity was directed toward me personally, but it mm -hmm. spread out on so many other people that it had a huge impact on my entire business. Yeah, absolutely. And you see that happen um, all too often. When an employee is registered as toxic, we call them um, in HR actively disengaged. So not only are they um, not engaged with the organization, but, you know, it's spreading, you know, and I spent um, a lot of time working with business partners at Gallup and they actually study this. So, you know, mm -hmm. over time, you can actually see the toxic behavior, you know, charted, right? It spreads wow. like a cancer um, throughout the organization. So it's it's not just your experiences. This is um, so common that it's labeled. Um, it's been studied. So um, it's important to, you know, cut things off at the root in order to, you know, preserve the vision. I have absolutely seen toxic teams ruin a company um, and destroy a vision. And it wasn't about whether they had the right product or the right service or the right profitability. It wasn't any of those metrics. It was the people um, because you can have, you know, 
amazing God-given visions. But if you don't have the right people in place to make it come to pass, then um, it won't prosper. It won't succeed. So um, your experiences mirror so many others um, in terms of having an employee that's actively disengaged and have their experiences just affect the rest of the team. Uh, It makes a difference. Yeah. It's a a huge bummer. um, So if somebody's listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I need Courtney in my life immediately. Um, Do you work with big, what are your parameters in working with somebody? Do you work with small business? I heard, I've heard you reference startup companies, corporate, like what are your, (laughs) sounds like you kind of work with everybody. What are you looking for in a potential client? Um, That's a great question. I think more than anything, one of the things that I ask is, you know, it's about intention. You know, they have to make sure that they're looking at, you know, partnering with me as an investment into not only their peace, their profits, you know, their prosperity, and they have to be committed to want to wanting to get it right. You know, I always say that I have three levels of service, right? There's the do-it-yourself version where I'm providing you, you know, templates and handbooks and resources. And, you know, it's kind of plug and play, right? You're adding your logo and you're deploying them throughout the organization. Um, But then the next level is do it with you right? Where you're still getting those templates, but you're also getting personalized training or masterclasses or workshops um, from me. And then uh, the last level of service is the do it for you, where you don't want to do HR at all. And, you know, I'm partnering with you um, in a consulting role to act as your HR business partner. Wow. And um, because of that, when you think about, you know, the qualifiers, you know, the reason I started Kassar Consulting, like I said, is to help more people. So it's not necessarily about the amount of revenue or the industry that you're in, because my clients range, um, like I said, from startup to nonprofit to corporate to ministry. Um, But it's about your intention. This is not working with me is not just a formality. Um, it's transformational. And I say that to glorify God, not to amplify myself or my, uh, you know, God-given abilities. And so because of that, it's, uh, I search the heart, you know, just like we talked about discernment, we talked about intention, and those are the perimeters I'm looking for when I'm uh, working with clients. So even with the do-it-yourself clients um, and customers, not only are they purchasing templates? But each template comes with either an audio clip or a video clip because I want to make sure that you're using it correctly. Um, so, uh, with that said, you know my goal is to help as many people as possible um, have that strong foundation and strong team. And so that's why um, I want to meet people where they are. So even if your budget isn't as grand, you can still um, find a way to you know get the help and insight and assistance that you need. Wow. Um, if you are listening to this and you're like, man, I, this sounds really good. Let me just tell you that what she is doing is so wildly important. <laughs> I mean, and, and being that where you're doing it from, you're doing it from such a beautiful place. It, it just comes across who you are, your heart, your heart to serve other people and, and your heart to really leave an imprint of God on the organizations that you work with is, is a really, it's a spectacular, beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm, I'm very Thank grateful you. for, I have never heard of anybody that does what you do from that standpoint. Are you, is this like your niche? This is me. Yeah. This I is- mean, is there anybody else doing that? I've never heard of anybody doing it from this positioning. 
No, short answer, no. And that's how I know it's God. Yeah. Um, because when I think about even my journey into building Kassar, um, at first it was, you know, with uh, great reluctance. You know, mm-hmm. I was used to being effective and efficient in the companies that I work for directly. And I was, you know, comfortable there, right? But God doesn't call us to uh, stay comfortable. <laughs> he we pulls it. Out, right. He pulls us out and, you know, makes sure that we continue to, you know, be his light and be the salt and, you know, do more and um, just uh, serve on a bigger level. And because of that, um, no, I haven't seen anyone uh, approach it from this perspective. And then when you add the additional layer of being an entrepreneur myself, I can speak firsthand to what it feels like, you know, the vulnerability you experience when you're hiring someone for the first time or the you know, trust or control issues that you might experience um, because it's, you know, all very new. And um, so just being able to partner with people um, through that who are just starting out for the first time or um, the uh, stress of having an established team that's not necessarily functioning the way that you know it's supposed to go because of one or two people or because things weren't made clear at the outset. And um, now you're wondering how you're going to fix it all. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been in, uh, you know, I partnered with people in all of those situations. And I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur myself. So just being able to understand that perspective and articulate it and um, absolutely empathize um, to come to the right solution for the company um, makes what I do even more unique. So no, I haven't seen anyone um, do what I do from that perspective. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's needed and necessary. And for those of you that are listening that, well, I would assume that almost everybody listening is a, you know, a faith-based entrepreneur, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, but for those of you (laughs) that are listening, you know, it'd be very difficult for you to find uh, somebody that does any type of HR consulting um, that, like what Courtney does, because it would be missing the key element. <laughs> it would be missing <laughs> the most important thing that you would need. And mm-hmm. so I'm just, I'm so excited for people to, more people to hear about you and what you do, because this is needed. It's a, it's a wildly, wildly important thing I have experienced on both ends, the power of having the right and the wrong people with you. And um and I'm apparently not that great at it. So <laughs> I would venture to say that there's a lot of people like me who you, you're being, you're spinning all these plates and to have somebody that can come in and use the discernment and the, you know, the biblical foundations that you do is just phenomenal. So how can people connect with you? Well, sure. So you can reach me at Kassar Consulting. So that's K-A-S-S-A-R consulting.com. I'm on LinkedIn as Courtney Underwood. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Kassar Consulting. Um, We have a great digital footprint. I'm always putting out more material in order to help and serve and talk about current topics, even in the world of human resources, um, to make sure that people have access to the information that they need in order to have those healthy foundations. Foundations and great teams. Well, um, all of the information that you just heard will be available if you're listening to the podcast. It'll be available in the show notes. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, it'll be right below in uh, in the details of the video. And all I have to say is, reach out and connect with this woman. I guarantee you, it will change. It it could potentially be the thing that your business needs so desperately. Um, to, you know, just make sure that the team that you have around you is 
the team that God wanted you to have from the, from the get-go. So I just want to say thank you so much for just what you're doing in the world, number one, and number two, for joining us here on the podcast today. And uh, I just think you're amazing. Thank you. This opportunity was phenomenal. I enjoy serving and I'm so glad that I was able to um, share a bit about how I do what I do all for God's glory. So thank you again. Thank, thank you again to Courtney so much for that awesome podcast with so many nuggets. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Are you a member of our community yet? What are you waiting for? Women's lives are being impacted every day with the resources that we have inside of the Girl Power Alliance membership. Head over there right now, girlpoweralliance.com, and join the movement. Girl Power Alliance, this is where women grow.